Thank you for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Show. Are you feeling stuck in your personal and professional life? Do you want to take your life to the next level, but don't know where to start? The four-week turning point coaching program is here to help you achieve your goals. Our program is designed to help you identify your turning points and the effects they've had on your confidence. We'll evaluate changes you'd like to make, set achievable goals, and create a plan to reach them. We'll work with you to develop a customized roadmap that fits your unique needs and circumstances and provide ongoing support and guidance every step of the way. We will help you overcome any obstacles that are holding you back and build the confidence and skills you need to succeed. So if you're ready to take the next steps and transform your life, join the Turning Point Coaching Program today. Check out the show notes for the link to register. I look forward to supporting you on your journey to becoming beautifully confident. Have you struggled with self-confidence? Being over 50, I've had countless moments of self-doubt from questioning my career choices to going through a divorce and trying to navigate the dating world as a single mom. Sometimes it feels like the doubts just keep piling up, but I know I'm not alone in this struggle. I am your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to be sharing the Beautifully Confident show where we'll explore ways to grow our confidence inside and out. We'll hear from experts who have been through it all and learn practical tips for embracing our strengths and feeling more self-assured. I'm excited to embark on this journey of self-discovery and growth, and I hope you'll join me in overcoming our doubts and fears and become beautifully confident together. Hi, and welcome to the Beautifully Confident Show. I'm your host, Kelly Buckley, and I'm thrilled to have you here. On our show, we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence, and we hear from incredible experts who have overcome challenges and risen to become the beautifully confident women they are today. We know that confidence isn't always easy and that life can throw us curveballs that shake our sense of self, but by sharing our stories and the steps we took to elevate ourselves, we hope to inspire and empower our listeners to embrace their own unique beauty and cultivate unshakable confidence. So sit back, relax, and get ready to feel beautifully confident. And I am excited for our guest today. She is the epitome of beautifully confident. Welcome, Yvette. Thank you so much, Kelly. It's so great to be here with you and your audience. I am excited to share with you today. I am excited to hear from you. So listeners, let me share a little bit about Yvette so that you know who we are speaking with. Yvette C. Owens is a world-renowned speaker, international best-selling author, and leadership coach consultant who teaches leaders the principle of change leadership to increase adoption, retain talent, and build high-performing teams using the proprietary Victor framework. Ooh, that sounds awesome. Who doesn't <laughs> want to be the Victor? Yeah. Welcome. It's for everybody. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. It's such a pleasure to be here again. And um, I'm all about confidence. I'm all about helping people be beautiful and confident. So this is definitely a place for me. Oh, well, I'm, I'm thrilled to have you here. So Yvette, let's just dig in. So share with us um, how you got to where you are in life today. Wow, that's a loaded question. I know. So we'll, <laughs> we'll talk about some areas that maybe your confidence was shaken later. So this one, we'll just kind of keep a, a short story about how you got to where you are. 
Yeah, um, I am a corporate hero, um, as I know many of you are, uh, 40 plus years in corporate America. Um, so I've had an extensive um, experience and in insurance industry. Um, I started out as an underwriter and then worked my way into leadership um, and really had great experiences and in that space, working with larger accounts and things like that. Also a community leader. So I've been in my community uh, working with the youth. I was youth commissioner for a while uh, for my town. Um, working in ministry as a leader in our in my ministry. So, and I've been brought up that way, right? I have four, three sisters. My parents are strong leaders. My father's transitioned, but my mom, they were both very, very active. So I saw leaders all around me. Um, mm -hmm. Leadership talked about, even my grandparents. And I, I actually remember my great-grandmother um, and um, seeing her leadership as the matriarch of the family by that time when I came along, because my great-grandfather had passed on. Um, but I've just been engrossed around a lot of leadership and with that understanding the responsibility that comes with that. Um, and that's how I'm here today. I That's I, why I see, I think I see what I see and um, so that I can help people become stronger leaders. Oh my, oh my gosh, I love that story. And some of the things I pulled out of it are that you grew up around leadership. So mm. I just, I think it's so important for us to model leadership for, to growing strong girls and women to, to rise up to that. Because once we see it, we want to, we want to follow that example. Um, and it's something that I've talked a lot about with with a lot of people that a lot of women's confidence is shaken because of what they were raised with the idea of this is the small path you're going to take so i think that's great Yvette, that you you recognize that's what you grew up around yeah and i've i've actually recently um was in an environment where i saw exactly what you're talking about and i wanted to just like shake the ladies and say come on line. you know <laughs> I was at an event and it was mixed, you know, both uh, men and women there. And a lot of the women's yielded to their husbands to speak on their behalf when they did the introductions because it was an event and they were going around and asking everybody to introduce themselves. And a lot of the women let the men introduce them and not even, I mean, saying, yes, I am his wife or blah, blah, blah. And I was like, is anybody else seeing this around me? Until one other woman in the far corner, her husband spoke, and then she was like, and I am, <laughs> da 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 And I was like, you go, girl. So it was like, yes, we too have a voice. Absolutely, I honor marriage. I honor um, relationships that way. I was grown, I brought up in a healthy family marriage relationship. I get that. But at the same time, I was around women who while they were in that space of being wife and mother, they also knew that they had a purpose and they did not let their voice be diminished because of that role. And I'm so glad that you said that you honor marriage and relationships because Absolutely. we can be confident women and still honor the men in our lives. We're not, we're not saying that we need to be subservient, but own your power and, Absolutely. and, and model it. So, mm -hmm. oh, thank you. Thank you for sharing that because I, I think it will, 
also maybe jog some women to think about, hmm, where do I, you know, where do I see myself? Do I do that or do mm -hmm. I speak for myself? So thank you. Yeah, sure. Sure. Uh, so I always like to have my guests share because I do feel like everyone goes through a point that they feel a little shaken. Mm -hmm. um, so can you share a turning point in your life when your confidence was shaken? Yeah, um, I have actually the moment. Um, so we go through different things and we adjust, especially as women. We're we're good adjusters. We can we're agile, right? So baby's doing this, we flip over here and do that for the baby and everything else that we're doing, right? Or or we're leaders in corporate or we're leaders in education, we're teaching and things like that, and we have to adjust to this student versus that student. I get it. Um, but there was one time that I was going for an interview um, and I had had great performance reviews. I had great um, support from a thought from various leaders. I had great success um, in building up my career as well as I was building up others. And I went into this interview and I sat down and um, the person who I was sitting down across was my most senior leader at that time and said, yeah, you, you shouldn't be going for this job because you're like a bull in a china closet and da, 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 right? And it was like a sucker punch. I mean, I felt like somebody had sucker punched me in the belly and I didn't know what to do. And so I'm trying to regain my composure and I'm asking, well, I've never heard this before. It hasn't shown up in any of my reviews. It has never come up in any of the conversations. Why is it coming up now? And her response was, and it was a her. Oh, um, her response was, well, I'm telling you now. And I was like, what? Now, mind you, I was already leading a team of people, 20 some people under my direct. So I was in constant conversation with our, our human resource um, people, you know, so, you know, on other matters that regarding my team, making sure I was supporting my team well and everything. So this never, ever came up. I was getting bonuses and things like that. So I was like, so you're telling me now? And um, so I left that office and I was walking back to my my office and I was like, I was a single mom at that time. I had a teenage daughter and I'm like, what am I going to do? Because, I, you know, I'm sure many of your listeners know if you have a senior leader thinking of you that way, the thought was how far reaching has her thoughts gone to in the organization? Exactly. And I had been in that organization 20 some years at that point. Um, and she only a few years. And I'm like, how damaging has this gone already? So yeah. I really called a friend, make a long story short, who was a senior leader in the organization. And she's like, you need to go and find out what people are saying about you in the organization. Where, where do you stand? And so I started calling different leaders that I had in the past and things like that. And, um, they really confirmed what I was being told in the past about who I am and what I was. And I knew that this person was clearly out to not support me, but to harm me and I needed to switch. And actually one of those leaders who I went to said, you need to get out and you need to get out now. He, he was a gentleman. We were we were friends at, at one point, but then he progressed in that organization. He said, and, and he helped me actually. Um, so there are allies in all genders, 
Um, yeah. And then there are enemies in all genders. And we just have to be prepared to know and recognize them both um, when you have an ally, an advocate, or an enemy. And that's real life. And as long as you're prepared for it, you can switch. But I did go into that on that what felt like a very long journey back to my office. I went into that self-preservation mode because I'm like, I need to feed my family. I need to pay my mortgage. What has happened to the 20 years that I just, um, you know, worked really hard to grow up in this space. And thank God it had not been damaged like I thought. Um, but if I didn't do that check, I could have just, my mind could have just done a whole lot of playing on my, my head, you know, and a lot of conversation that was not going to be healthy in my head. So I'm glad my friend um, did encourage me to go talk to other leaders and see what their view was me of me was. One guy did say, well, I don't know what you've been doing in the last few years, but I knew when we did work with you, you did. You, I could depend on you to do this. I could depend on you to do that. And we knew you as this type of leader. So it was great confirmation. But at the same time, then I knew I needed to get an action to get into a healthier place. And that's why when you ask, how do I get here today? That's one of the reasons why I understand that people need to intentionally create healthy cultures, healthy environments for people to thrive, for people to excel, for people to grow their skill set, because there are many places where they're not healthy. Are you tired of draining your ad spend budget and still not landing in front of your ideal clients? Did you know the amount of podcasts have more than tripled in the past three years? And podcast advertising is helping more people get in front of their ideal customers. Visit my website, beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com to schedule a quick chat with me to see if your business qualifies to advertise on our show. So you've said so many impactful things in there that uh, because what I heard was in that immediate moment when she when she said that to you, bull in a china shop, you right went, you know, your confidence was shaken at first, but I love the recovery of what you realized you needed to do next. Um, so can you just just to sort of keep it so that our listeners are hearing like, Oh, if this happens to me, can you outline some of those steps of exactly, you know, what you felt like progressed you to that next step? Right. So one is I knew I still needed to provide for my family. Yeah. And two, I knew that I had worked really hard and I wasn't going to let somebody, one comment, one conversation, steal that away from me. So I had to make sure, have I been living in a, in a fantasy world all this time or is this just an attack on my integrity, on my identity? And one of the things I had been coaching people through during the time prior to this interview was because I saw this thing happening in our environment where people's identities were being attacked. And so I knew then that we had to really guard our identities. I'm not perfect and it's okay that we're not perfect because yeah. no one is. But I needed to be sure, and I would mentor people underneath me to say, know who you are and know what you can do and know where you need to grow 
and don't let anybody move you off of that. That means I'm still open to growth. So that's what I was going through. It was like, I need to feed my daughter. I need still a roof over my head. And I'm not going to let this, I need to verify that the last 25 years was not a waste of time. And I didn't imagine that. And then be really be able to guard my identity. And then once I was able to really solidify or confirm it with other people. So that meant I had to get that courage because what would I hear yeah. on the other side of those conversations? It was a scary moment. You know, it's like she said, you need to go and talk to other people to see what they're saying. Has it reached other people? And, <laughs> you know, that's kind of scary, but it was it was what I needed to do. And I had to build up that courage to go and sit across people that I had worked with before that I did trust at some level, right? Um, to be able to be open to say, please tell me what you're hearing about me these days in this organization. And I was open to doing that. And so luckily I wasn't imagining, <laughs> I wasn't <laughs> imagining things. Um, and then there were some things that came like the two scenarios I did recount. One said, yeah, no, I'm not hearing this. And I know you and you need to make a move. Let me see how I can help you. And the other saying, I know you when we worked together a couple of years ago, but you need to be visible more because I don't know what you're doing lately. And that means other people have may be forgetting what you're doing lately. So great, helpful information coming towards it. And then I acted on it. Right. I heard I was open, I heard, and then I moved on those things. And so that's what I would say to you. Be okay with where you are really personally and give yourself that moment because that was a shock. And, you know, don't try to be the hero and say, oh, I'm not feeling this, I'm not feeling No, you. I, I felt that. <laughs> I felt it. Um, okay, now I brought myself back to some, okay, now what are we going to do about it? Yeah. That's and then great. I got help in doing something about it. I didn't just try to figure it out on my own. Because when we're in those very peculiar spaces, we can kind of create stuff again in our head that is just off because we're just emotional. Yeah. Um, and then I, like I said, I was able to get other people to help talk me through. Um, and um, it turned out to be really, really good outcome. That's great. Those are great steps. Um, and I love that you pushed yourself to have enough courage and confidence to ask those hard questions, knowing you might not love the answers, but you right. wanted to grow. Right. Right. Yeah. And people always want to talk to people who are open to growing and learning and pushing yourselves to the next level. They're always willing to do that. It's the ones who are like, no, I'm good. I don't need anybody. You know, no, nobody, <laughs> you know, they're really not. Okay. Then I won't say anything. Because yeah. you're good, you yeah. know. Yes, and I love that because we, we do, we all need support from other people. It's, right. that's our human experience is having support from all different people in our lives. So I love that. Absolutely. And again, I had those relationships. So I would tell you all to really network and build quality relationships, not just because of I want to get but relationships that will last over a long period of time so that when you need that relationship, for whatever reason, I never anticipated needing those gentlemen at that time for those reasons, ever. But because we had a strong relationship, a relationship strong enough 
that even though there was a lapse of time when we sat down, I was able to go back and say, here's what I need. Can you provide it? Can you give me some insight? And they were willing to do that. So yeah, relation building relationships is critical. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, so I'm, I'm going to take you just a, a little bit sidetracked because you said that. And I think it's important. Um, and I, I think some sometimes people, even myself, um, don't always know. So what are some tips that you have for to help people? What are some things that help grow a, a good relationship? Yeah, so um, one, sitting down and reaching out and say, hey, let's just talk. And not because you want something out of the person, but want to really learn, legitimately, genuinely learn about the person. Yeah. Because not because you know that they can get you to the next move, but I just want to learn what you know and learn about you because I see you as a quality person. I see you as a person who has purpose. And I really want to know about what you do so I can support you in some way. Right. Um, and so just have those conversations where you're just being you yeah. and you are allowing someone else to be them, because all of us know that there are more than enough occasions where we have to be on. Yeah. Right. Yes. <laughs> um, but when you can get into a conversation with someone new, you met um, similar to the conversation we had, we met over coffee, a virtual coffee and just started talking and things like that. And it's like, okay, well, how can I support you? How can you support me? Those kind of things. And if the if it takes a while to get there, at least now you know about this person. I know that there are, every time I meet somebody, it's because something's going to come down the road where I can either refer somebody to them or refer, you know, or help them yeah. somehow because our crossing our paths are not for just not. Yeah. I, I, it's never really happened that way. Even those who have taught me what not to do. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's a that's lesson a learned that I'm going to, I saw that over here and it did not look good, feel good, or smell good. And, so now, <laughs> and now I see this over here, so don't do that. I might not know what to do, but I now know what not to do. That's yeah. great. Yeah. So we're learning lessons all along the way. Good, all bad, and different. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, thank you. Um, so Yvette, can you share um, what you're doing now to help other women on their journey to feeling beautifully confident? Yeah, I am sharing my story because every time I do, someone reaches out to me afterwards and say, oh my God, that was me. Yes. <laughs> um, and so I encourage other people to share your story. This is kind of like circling back to where we started. You have a voice. You've gone through so much. Don't minimize what you've gone through. Share your story. So I do share my story. I do um, take what the lessons that I've learned and the successes that I've had and encourage other people, other leaders to really be responsible with their influence. Because I think sometimes we don't take that. We take that for granted um, as a leader you can step into a room and not say a word and influence the atmosphere. Now, the key yeah. is, is it a good influence or is it a bad influence? And we want to always leave people better off than what we found them, right? Yeah. Um, 
not because we're going in and say, oh, I need to fix this and you and fix that and you and fix this and you, but that people want to walk away saying, oh, it was great that I was in their presence, right? So I, um, I coach, I, um, I'm a speaker, I'm an author. Um, and right now, I am in the middle of putting together an anthology called The Creatives Leadership, assembling various leaders across various industries who have been able to creatively continue to motivate themselves and those around them. And then that just promoted their success. Um, I'm getting ready to launch a magazine called Soul Leadership, The Power Pursuit, um, Pure Power Pursuit. And um, really highlighting influentials who understand um, their leaders, who understand their influence and are really responsible with it and really lead with their soul. Because I think when we lead from our soul, with our soul, then we're going to really make the world so much better because we were sent here to show up as us. Right. Not as an imposter, not as somebody we saw before, but as us and lead in that fashion. And so um, that's really what I'm looking to feature and highlight in that group. And then um, I'm hoping to start a mastermind group around that same context. Um, so those are the, some of the things that I'm doing, um, coaching teams and leaders and organizations to be better, to be able to thrive, to work together, collaboration, have those hard conversations and still move forward. That's great. And in that, um, our, so it'll be in the show notes, but if our listeners are, um, our listeners want to connect with you, where can they find you? Yeah, you can find me on LinkedIn at Yvette C. Owens, Business Ambassador, um, on Facebook at Destiny Speak V2R, um, also on Instagram at Destiny Speak. I'm in Twitter at Yvette C. Owens 1. Um, and I talk all about change all the time. And the reason I do that um, is because it's through doing changes that we often lose sight of the impact on people. When we go through changes, we talk about process, we talk about technology, we talk about workflow. And if you're not in business, it means that, or in any segment, we talk about the thing we wanna change, but we really don't consider the people impacted by the change until the last minute. Hmm. And um, they're our greatest asset. If you want the success, if you want that increased adoption, you have to think about the people up front with the strategy along with what you're changing. Just like we go on vacation, right? And that's a change. We're changing location for a week or a weekend or whatever. I don't just say, oh, we're going to get in the car or on the plane, but oh, what's it going to impact on my kids or my elderly parents who depend on me sometimes and things like that. We all have to consider all of those things in order to get the most out of that change that we're, that might just be for a couple of days. It impacts every change. And we need to think about it even more so when you have the bigger changes. So yeah, so please reach out to me. I love connecting with people. Um, and the more you connect with me, the more you can find out what I'm doing and you can be a part of those things. That's great. And yeah. we can build that relationship. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so my last question, um, because I feel like 
uh, we neglect to remember like what to do in the morning to help to help us get going. Um, so do you have anything that you do every morning that helps you start out your day feeling your most confident self? I do. Um, I don't believe I believe I'm here on purpose under a divine assignment. So I start my morning with a time with God. Um, I'm reading scripture or listening to worship and or listening to worship music, um, definitely praying and seeking him as to what am I supposed to do today? What What's on the plan and agenda today? I did not always do that. I would hear this much from him and think, oh, I got it. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> yeah, you didn't wait to hear the whole story. You didn't wait to hear the whole agenda. And so um, I've learned to really seek him. What is it that you want me to do? Because I always want to be in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing in the right way with the right people for the right reasons. And um, starting my day with him helps me to do that. And um, I do on Mondays, I started doing boxing um, oh. as a workout. And I'm loving it. And my instructor and my personal instructor is telling me I'm really good at it. I said, who thought? Who would have thought? <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm trying to get my exercise back in. Um, I do have the privilege of having my grandchildren here for part of the day, some days during the week. So I get to see them off to school and things like that. So, yeah. So, um, but always, I always start out with the prayer and focused on what do you want me to do today? Where do you want me to be today? I have a plan, but is this your plan? Um, oh, I love and usually that. My, usually my plan is overarching and I always have stuff left over. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I'm good as long as I've done what he wanted me to do that day. I love that. Yes. And I love the, my plan might be overarching. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure that his plan for us might be a little simpler than ours. So Always. I love that. Yeah. Because he wants that, you know, he recently, well, not so recent. I, I'm getting more discipline in it. Down at down at 10 and up by five. And Ooh. I'm really still working on that discipline time block. And I know it's for my good because he wants us to rest as well. I yeah. we cannot be beautifully confident if we're not getting proper nutrition, proper exercise, and proper rest. And yeah. I mean, real rest where our minds are calm, our minds are peaceful. And there are some nights when I have to put on like some real soothing music to calm my mind and shut down that thinking um, for a while. But I do that because I understand the importance of me resting, yeah, really resting. Yeah. Yes, I, I agree. I actually use a, a calm app to get yeah. myself in that restful sleep because it is important. Oh my gosh. Yvette, thank you so much for sharing your heart and some of the steps to take to move past, you know, our, our shaken confidence and to the next level. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been a wonderful experience to share with everyone. And I would encourage you ladies, don't be afraid to change. Change is what we do all the time. It's just to make sure that you're doing it in the most effective way and taking care of you first so that you can take care of other people. We can't pour from an empty vessel. 
And so if you are whole and the better, more you're whole, the more you can give. Don't do the opposite. We've all done the opposite too long. <laughs> given, <laughs> given out of empty vessels when we're totally depleted, but no, let's switch it and give out of a healthy, strong vessel. I would agree. Thank you so much. Sure. Thank you. Well, that's all for today's episode of the Beautifully Confident Show. Thank you so much for joining us as we explore the powerful connection between beauty and confidence. Remember, if you're feeling like your confidence has been shaken, it's never too late to rise up and step into your most beautifully confident self. Be sure to check out the show notes for more information on how you can connect with us and continue your journey towards self-love and empowerment. Until next time, stay beautifully confident. Thank you so much for joining us today on the Beautifully Confident Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review and share this with your friends. For more information about me and how I can support you in your beauty and confidence journey, visit my website at beautifullyconfidentpodcast.com.